Good evening, everyone. This is Jacob Milham here with the Royals Recap. And if you, if you're a normal listener to the Royals Recap, you know that hey, I usually start off the show with a, with a highlight or a a great call from from the day's game. Well, um, there weren't any highlights <laughs> to uh, to talk about. If you are a Kansas City Royals fan, but before we get into the show, please go check out RoyalsReview.com. There's a great post game wrap up that really summarizes this. Uh, oh man, this just this game, which was I don't even know how to describe it. It's well, I guess I'll have to figure out how to describe it. I'm describing it to you, won't I? So look, listen. It was it was a very frustrating game. I don't I don't know how like there are a lot of good things to take away from from this game but man just watching this as a royals fan you can't feel very good about it but all in all if you want to stay informed as a royals fan and at least you know hear some good stories and hear some good analysis while this team is struggling royalsreview.com is the place to do it but let's go ahead and get to today's recap of the monday night loss to the visiting texas rangers 4-0. 4-0. It was it was over from the get. And the frustrating part about that is it wasn't even all on the pitching. That's that's really what it comes down to it. Um, you know, I on social media, I've been a proponent for look, Hunter Hunter Dozier isn't going anywhere. This is what he does bring to the team, and it's it's bad bordering okay. That's just how it is, okay? That's what the numbers say. You don't have to like him, dislike him, call for his job, anything like that. If the Royals are committed to seeing his contract through, he's going to be like the backup first baseman and the sporadic third baseman, depending on the matchup. Now, he was the third baseman tonight, and unfortunately, he logged two errors in the very first inning. And Royals fans know how much that his defense has hurt the team in the past. And that's that's just not what you want out in the field. And it really it really decided the game, unfortunately. Like there was Edward Olivares made a play the other day that out in the field that wasn't scored an error, but it's still very much it felt like it was a pivotal point, a deciding point in the game. And we're coming into the first top of the first inning. It's a Monday night. I just want to sit down. I want to watch some some competent, good Royals baseball. And you know, maybe they sneak out a win in the in the middle of the week. No, what what did I get? I get a I get two runners on due to errors by Hunter Dozier, and then I get Josh Young's absolute hammer of a home run to put the Rangers up first inning. Three to zero, absolutely frustrating, absolutely atrocious. Um, Jordan Lyles, he he got the start tonight. You know when when that start happened and when like that's how the game started. I was so I was so frustrated, man. It was like oh my gosh, we got this we got this veteran, and we all thought that he would at least be a a reliable arm in the rotation. They didn't pay him to be great, but they paid him to be a veteran who would come in and, 
eat some innings and get some starts, things like that. That is what they wanted from him. And you know what? Tonight, that man absolutely ate innings. I I will say this. This this guy did not get nickeled and dimed tonight, okay? He all the scoring came off of two home runs, a solo shot and then that three-run homer which two of the runners were on because of Hunter Dozier. Okay, so at the end of the day, Jordan Lyles he only had one earned run all night on that solo shot home run. So kudos to him. Um, all right. Yeah. Jordan Lyles eating up innings, eight innings, eight freaking innings, pitched 95 times tonight. Really good stuff. I, you know, he came out for the sixth. I thought, oh, they got to pull him here. Then came out for the seventh. Oh, they're going to pull him after this. Came out for the eighth. Like, wait, are they going to try to get a complete game out of him or something just for kicks and giggles? I don't know. It's, it's not like he was, like he was, I would say statistically dominant, but like he was, he was competent. You know, he got, he got eight ground outs, eight fly outs. He got the outs that he needed to get. The Rangers did get him for three hits overall. And he did have three walks, which doesn't, doesn't feel very, um, what's it called? Very characteristic of him. Um, I know he's not a high strikeout guy, and you never want to see your guys come in and have like a one for one on strikeouts and walks, but it's it's okay and starts every now and then. He had three walks, three strikeouts, nothing nothing crazy. But I mean you're you're looking at this and he gave up he gave up those well, the Rangers tacked on those three runs. He didn't give up three runs in the first inning the Rangers tacked on those three runs in the first inning and then after that I think I think he only allowed like one hitter or one hit excuse me Uh, no excuse me two hits after that so from innings the second inning through the eighth inning Jordan Lyles was just getting it done and I mean he was having he was having four pitch innings and just guys were popping out left and right. And you know what? If if the Royals had won this one, everyone would be talking about Jordan Lyles and how he looked like, you know, maybe this team's number two guy, number I think he's entrenched as the number three guy. Um, but I think right now you have to consider him the number two guy behind behind Granky. But that is Neither here nor there. We've already talked about Lyles. We've already talked about Dozier's defense. Um, Taylor Clark got me uh, got me going there a little bit. I ain't gonna lie. He came on in the ninth, and you know you don't want to you don't want to use up your bullpen in a in a losing effort, anyways. So they threw out Taylor Clark there. See what he could do. It was a it was an eighteen pitch ninth inning for him, which was not great. He did give up a hit. He gave up a walk. No strikeouts, but at the end of the day, no earned runs or no runs, period, given up by Taylor Clark. So hard to complain about that. Um, another thing that's kind of hard to complain about about today's game is even though the Royals lost pretty handedly, it was a very short game. Very short. Um, two hours and two minutes. Like sitting here watching the game at home, it was 
I don't want to call it enjoyable, but like it wasn't, it didn't seem like it was dragging along. So I'm here for the pitch clock. It, it kept moving and there is nothing wrong with that at all. One piece of news coming out of today's game that everyone around baseball is going to keep an eye on. It's not about the Royals. It is about the Rangers starter, Jacob deGrom, who Ann Rogers reported that he left the game for unknown reasons initially, but then later on, um, it was it was reported that he left, um, unfortunately, because he is having some right wrist soreness, which I think HUD talked about in the broadcast. Like that's usually something you hear about a batter or someone played out in the field. Who knows? Um, I'm sure everyone will be hoping that it's nothing serious. Jacob deGrom has had his injury issues in the past, but the Rangers paid him to come in and be their big money starter. So hope. Uh, I mean, the, the Royals don't have to face him again this year. So I, I'm kind of saying, hoping for the best for Jacob DeGrom. But he came in and he absolutely dealt. And he didn't even, uh, I'll say this, he didn't even pitch most of the game. The, uh, the other guy that came on in relief for him, Dunning, was dealing as well. Uh, DeGrom pitched four innings. And man, one walk, five strikeouts. Through the second inning, I talked about this on Twitter. Through the second inning, DeGrom had a 50% called striker whiff rate. Like that is absolutely ridiculous. And if you don't, if you don't know what that is, it's a good metric to see, you know, outside of balls in play and you know, foul balls, things like that, to see like, okay, how are how are pitchers fooling batters? So it's a pitcher list came up with that metric a couple of years ago. So kudos to them. I really like looking at that. Um, and then Dunning comes on in relief form. Dunning picked up the win his first of the year, pitched four and third, gave up one hit, did have one walk and five strikeouts. It is absolutely crazy. That guy, he still has a zero ERA through through the season so good for him the grom continued to just shove against the royals um his era drops to 3.48 and then you know the rangers they just clean it up and the entire game the royals only had one hit from matt duffy of all people like that is that is not who you're expecting to to get your one hit in the lineup and look if you go on social media, folks were worried about this lineup from the word go today. And I kind of can't blame them. It's freaking Jacob DeGrom. And that six through nine on the lineup was just, you saw that and you knew they were going to get absolutely eaten alive. So, and they, they did. They honestly did. Cal is built. Two strikeouts. Hunter Dozier, two strikeouts. Duffy had the hit. He had a strikeout as well. Um, Nicky Lopez, he at least put balls in play. He didn't get a hit. Um, and then Nate Eaton, he had he reached on on an error, excuse me, and then he did have two strikeouts as well. So it is it was just a rough, 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 rough game for the Kansas City Royals coming up um, here soon. We will have some some audio clips. From in this order, I want to make it known. Mac Quatrero, Hunter Dozier, and then Jordan Lyles. Three of the guys that you really want to hear about after today's game. But 
the the Royals are going to go out there try it again tomorrow. It is oh we are we are hitting. I think the term is we're hitting critical mass maybe for for this season. Um, it is not good. I I will say this after you get done listening to this, go listen to the six ten post game show for today. I tuned in for a little bit of that, and you have uh, you have folks that are you know of course claiming to be. I can't verify that they are actually working at the stadium, but claiming to be workers at Kaufman, talking about just how the environment has changed. Um, some of the stuff going on behind the behind the scenes and just a, a different perspective that doesn't cast any good light on the Royals one bit. Um, there's I really, really appreciate the support staff that the Royals have. I think there's a lot of good people doing a lot of great work behind the scenes and support of this team. But at the end of the day, fans are going to gripe and find every every complaint that they can until the Royals put up a freaking win. And that's just the fact of it. They're on a pretty hefty losing streak once again. It feels like it the all the goodwill from that series win earlier on against the San Francisco Giants is just gone. And then the Royals are about to go on this road trip, taking them away from Kaufman for the rest of the month. I know they have two more games against the Rangers, but man, we'll, we'll see how that goes. I am interested to tune into tomorrow's game for Brad Keller's start. He was great against the Rangers last time. Um, that was that. Well, that was the last time the Royals freaking won, wasn't it? That uh, that ten to one win over the Rangers. But we're gonna take a quick ad break. Stay tuned. You will hear from in this order: Matt Quattrero, Hunter Dozier, and Jordan Lyles. Stay tuned seen him do that before you know he gives up a couple runs keeps doing what he does he makes them earn it you know they hit two two homers and other than that he had a lot of early contact super low pitch count and it looked like his stuff got better as the game went on and certainly his his locations and what it does for us is saves everybody you know i mean he he easily could have gone back out there for the ninth we wanted to get clarky an inning um because he's had four days off but he, he easily could have gone back for a complete game yeah but you know i don't want to just say it like that because you know he, he's way more than that I mean, he's a quality major league pitcher that he's going to win us a lot of games his ability to in that first you know, work around some things out of his control still give you another yeah that, I mean that's that sums him up you know he's a true pro you know things don't get to him they don't bother him you're gonna have to beat him you're gonna have to keep coming after him and knock him out of there if you want to because he's gonna keep doing his thing he's got enough weapons to keep all kinds of hitters off balance you know Breaking balls, change-ups, all that. He can pitch to both sides of the plate, up and down. So he can do it all. What did you see from Dozier? Those first two plays. Yeah, I mean, plays that he he, he would make. You know, he, he knows he makes those plays. Um, first one looked like he just maybe didn't set his feet to, to make the throw, fielded it cleanly. Second one fumbled it a little bit. Um, 
you know, the speed of Jankowski getting down the line probably had a lot to do with that. He's in positions. Where's your confidence level uh, with him at third base at this point? He's going to play a lot of third. You know, we, we, we told him that going into the year. Um, you know, Vinny's going to play a lot of first base. Doge's going to play a lot of third. And just one in ten start for you guys at home. Just what do you make of, of that start? Yeah, I don't. I mean, I, I don't care if it's home or road. You know, it's frustrating to lose, and everybody in there is frustrated. You know, it's not. Uh, it's not any way that we wanted to start the year, but by no means does that define how the whole year is going to go. DeGrom looked like what you would have expected, you know, upper 90s with a good breaking ball, uh, locating, and Dunning, you could give him credit. He kept hitting the mitt, um, cutters and sinkers. I mean, you, you know what he's going to do, and he did it. He executed his plan. Offense's approach against... Um, you know, it's, it's hard to say what your approach looks like against DeGrom because he's so powerful and, and locates like a, like a finesse pitcher throwing 100 miles an hour. Um, but, you know, I think we put a couple good swings on him. You know, Vinny hit that ball really good in the first inning. Uh, Salvi had a good at-bat. Um, as far as against Dunning, you know, I, I'm not sure what to make of the approach. The guys, the guys saw the pitches well. You know, unfortunately, he located just just well enough for us to, to keep us off the barrel. Are the defensive miscues deflating in the dugout, especially when the offense is. Um, I don't. I mean, I didn't feel anything different. I mean, you know, yeah, nobody's happy when that happens, but it certainly wasn't like oh, the game's over. I mean, guys were fighting, guys were in the game, guys were into every pitch. Degrom, he's best pitcher in the league for a reason. Um, He's just, he's really good. I mean, he's done what he's done because he's just got really good stuff. You just got to take your hat off to that guy. And Dunning, um, uh, he looked good today too. His ball moves a lot, um, throwing pitches for strikes and stuff. So they both did a good job. What are the challenges of facing DeGrom in back-to-back weeks too like that? Yeah, it's tough. Um, I feel like we're going on a pretty good stretch of uh, facing some really good teams and starting pitchers, but it's no excuses. Um, yeah, it's tough. He's a tough pitcher. Can you take us through that first ball you got in the first inning, the grounder? Yeah, just um, the ball just cut on me. Um, when I threw it, it just kind of sailed. Well, not sailed, but just cut. Um, yeah, that's really it. They came right back to you, too, on the second one. Um, just walk us through that one, too. Yeah, just a, a bunt and um, just kind of hopped up on me, uh, kind of bobbled it just for a second, and he's he's really fast, so just going to get him. What, what do you make of a, a one in 10 start at home? Just what, what, what do you think? You can't look too much into it. I mean, it's a long season. Um, we just got to keep showing up, working, um, doing what we can control. Um, yeah, it's not how we wanted to get off, um, but you know, every guy in here is working hard. Every guy is trying to improve. Um, we're competing out there, and that's really all we can control. What did you make of uh, Jordan today on the mound? His quick tempo and being able to give you guys eight innings. Yeah, he was incredible, and that's why I, you know, felt so bad when I made those. Two pl- uh, didn't make those two plays, but um, you know, he he looked really good for us, and I wish we just. Could have played better um, behind him and get some runs for him, but it's baseball.
easy to be kind of that veteran presence for you guys, like kind of like Zach on, on the mound, knowing that you're going to get a solid start from him either way. Yeah, for sure. I mean, he's been great for us, and tonight's just another example. A fortunate person. Um, <clears throat> obviously, Doge Hunter feels bad for those couple plays. And then my first slider to Young. Um, first slider of the game, just left in middle, middle. He put a good swing on it, and it, it went pretty far. And then I guess the only other run was um, uh, Simeon. And my I th one of my first or one of my few righty righty changes I've done this year. I left it too much middle, middle, and he put a good swing on it. Um, other than that, it was a lot of quick first, quick first pitch uh, outs, a lot of pop ups, um, not too much traffic after that. Pretty quick. Yeah, the tempo seemed pretty quick too. Like you said, those those quick innings probably helped with. As in what, how fast I'm moving. Yeah, yeah it's going to be like that when no one's on base. Um, I've always moved pretty quick, um, or, or tempo-wise. Pitch clock uh, obviously goes in my favor in that. Um, in regards to me uh, keeping that quick tempo, um, but yeah, a lot of quick outs, not too much traffic, not a lot of guys on second base where I'm, I'm trying to slow things down, going back and forth. Um, so. Uh, obviously, with DeGrom coming out early and then Dunning pitching really well, it came down to that first inning, and I made a bad pitch the, to the third batter of the game. That is going to do it for this edition of the Royals Recap presented by Royals Review. Please go check out all the work from the team over at RoyalsReview.com. You can also follow them on Twitter and on Facebook at Royals Review. But thank you everyone for supporting me. Once again, this is Jake Milham. And until next time, go Royals. <laughs>